This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. All right. Let's bust this out. Bust what out? This episode because uh, I was late night with Jack and Martin doing ACP. Oh. And my internet was not liking it at all with all the storms and stuff. Oh, no. So, the hamster's on the wheel. <laughs> Is it still raining by you? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's nuts. Wow. Today, today the sun was out, and it was still raining. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm guessing that's the storm that's coming this way for this weekend. I'm assuming it's not supposed to stop till Wednesday night here, so... Yeah, they're they're saying from like Friday to Tuesday we should just expect rain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have I have almost eleven inches in my gauge. Good lord. Since since Friday night, Saturday early morning, I guess. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> so, um. We got a lot of comics to talk about. We do. I think I counted. And it was like 47 comic books. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we'll be here for four hours. Yeah, it actually wasn't that many. It was only like, I don't know, 43. Well, that's because the weekend before last I was at C2E2, so we couldn't record. Yeah. Well, it happens. Well, I mean, I guess we could have, but it might not have been coherent. Yeah, from what I <laughs> gather. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently there's evidence now. It's an open bar podcast on the Nerdy Legion, so. Yeah, that's that's why you never podcast when you don't know what's going on, because you can never prevent yourself from saying ridiculous things. Oh, I said some ridiculous things because I was listening <laughs> to it today and I was like, oh my god, I, I remember saying half of it, but I don't remember saying all of this. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, if that's what you want, the word you want to use. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of awesome, I want to jump in with probably my favorite book from last week. Which was the awesome Deathstroke 17. Mm-hmm. And you knew it was only a matter of time before he sort of went evil-ish again. Yeah. And I, the way that they did it when, you know, Beast Boy shows up to say, hey, see what's going on. And he kind of looks into the other room and sees him sitting there and freaks mm-hmm. out. He's like, what exactly is going on? Um. You know, of course, he's going to turn evil and try and try and kill everybody. Yeah. It, uh, but, but even though he did, though, it's, it was still an engaging story, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, because I mean, that's what we signed up for, right? We didn't want a goody two shoes slayed. Yeah, and I mean, he does go kind of full-on evil when he kills her dog. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I didn't actually think he was going to kill the dog. I thought, you know, he was just going to kind of choke it a little and prove a point. 
but right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's Slade, so yeah, of course. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, I mean, it's setting. The whole thing is setting up for uh, the crossover. Mm-hmm. That I'm I'm very excited about. So. Yeah. 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 And it's and it's still consistently awesome. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, I mean, like everything that's going on with his family, mm-hmm. you know, how Rose finds out that it's not actually her, her actual parents or whatever. Right. So she goes outside and just kisses the guy. Then you have Jericho. <laughs> With his fiance, and you know she gets the picture of him with the guy, and she's like, "Oh my god, is this true? I'm so glad I've been sleeping with your father." <laughs> like everything else is just, you know, basically their lives are just always kind of chaos around each other. Yeah, you know, none of it's... the <laughs> none of the family can ever just have a normal relationship with anyone. Well, I mean, why would they? Because <laughs> yeah. that would make for a boring comic, right? Right. Right. But it's just funny that it's like, oh, man, her situation's totally messed up. And then you get, yeah. you know, somewhere out and you're like, wow, this is even worse than, than the other. Yeah. It's like the whole family's a train wreck. Oh, yeah. But like you said, it's what makes it, it's what makes it interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good possible train wreck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Like I said, I mean, it, it leads up to the, I guess, the new Judas contract. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. I I just hope that the other writers of the other books keep it the same level as, as what's been going on with Deathstroke. Well, so, that's a big pressure cooker right there. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Uh, I'm, I kind of started to really enjoy Teen Titans. I think the the last issue I liked a lot with um I don't even remember what they're calling him now the Aqualad is that I don't even remember you know he shows up he wants to hang out but I you know with King Shark you there was on mute. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I don't think they called him Aqualad. Yeah, I, I forget, you know, because, I mean, he's still... It seems like in this universe, he's new to his powers. Mm-hmm. You know, but I yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed the issue. I think that the, the team dynamic is coming together nicely. You know, I like how... The- Goliath was the one that let him in <laughs> and, and Rob yeah. and Damien's just like, Oh, come on, stupid bat. Yeah. And you knew that, um, he was going to end up saving somebody to oh. prove his worth. How could you tell that they were going to be in water? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you think that it's been organic growth or, we need a new player, so here's this one, and here we go. To to put him in? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think 
I think it's been pretty good that since, you know, like the first, I, I'm trying to think, did they have a Rebirth special or was it just a number one? I think they uh, had number one. They didn't have a one shot, which was him putting the team together. Or that was the first issue. I think that was the first issue, if I remember right. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I, I enjoyed. Wrong. I enjoyed that one a lot. I thought it was kind of fun. And then the next couple issues were kind of, eh. But I think what is this seven eight? I think mm-hmm. you know at least the last two or three. Um, I I've been enjoying how they're all interacting with each other a lot more that I don't well, think you know necessarily they need to throw another character in but I like the fact that they are adding right. you know someone I like yeah that's what I meant I mean organically this aqua lad from young justice basically mm. yeah <laughs> like uh, I mean uh, I like him as a character, and I think that at first it's kind of seemed um, forced, but then by the end of the issue, it was organic, and I didn't care that it was tropey. Right. That, you know, ironically, they're fighting in the water, and ironically, <laughs> he's there to save them, you know? And he doesn't quite understand his powers, but all of a sudden, he understands his powers enough to save the day? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes. No, I, that's what I'm saying <laughs> is that I I enjoyed it enough that I can get past that stuff. Right. It was just one of those fun read type things. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and again, you know, at the end, setting up, you know, Black Manta showing up. Is uh-huh. definitely. It, it'll be interesting because I, you know, the way that he was kind of left off with Aquaman. I wasn't expecting to see him. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> soon. I guess. Right. But it's nice. Well, at least at least it kept the continuity where he's head of Nemo too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I mean, you don't really think this book is so in context with you know in continuity with everything else because it just seems more lighthearted. but they do bring up a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. you know especially in in uh what was the other one in super sons right where damien keeps making fun of jonathan how he's mm-hmm. not going to be in the teen titans you know mm-hmm. he, he picked people with specific skill sets and he doesn't need him <laughs> you know but now it, yeah <sighs> Now, did they allude to him, to Aqualad, being gay? Or did I misread that? Uh, that was the last issue, right? I don't this know. This one? It's all ran together. Yeah, I thought, I thought that it was, because he was sitting with who I thought was his boyfriend on like the, the beach or the cliff or something, and he kind of told okay. him that he had the powers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the kid kind of freaked out and left. Not that, not that it matters much. I was just, I guess I forgot that part right. from the last issue. And then when I was reading this one, then 
he was like, I already told my mom that, and then now to tell her that, or she wants me to hide from my powers too, or whatever. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I guess I missed that somehow. But, anyways. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they, they, it was kind of there, but they didn't really play it up. You know, right, crazy. Right. Oh, well, it wasn't like in your face type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much just made him like a person. Right. right. But, um, yeah, Super Sons is, is pretty great, too. Yeah, that's a really fun book, also. Yeah, and the, the first one I wasn't so into. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it the first one? No, maybe. What issue is this? Is this issue three? Yeah. I don't remember. There, one of I might have been the first issue I really liked, and then last issue I didn't like as much. Or might have been mm-hmm. the other way around. I don't remember. But this one I really enjoyed. I think their their interaction, you know, the way the way the two of them are with each other, mm-hmm. it really is like a child version of Batman and Superman. Yep. Which is great. And that's the way it should be, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely... It makes it interesting. And, I, I mean, you have this this arrogant, smug, <laughs> I-know-everything kid. And then you have, you know, this, I just want to, you know, the I-want-to-be-good-and-helpful kid. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, the one's always getting the other into trouble, <laughs> and he's getting upset about it. And you know, especially like the the part where they're running off, you know, getting chased by the the robot guys, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We just got to get out of here." And Damien swings back and you know cuts the head off the Superboy one. Yeah, and then keeps going. It's just you know, it's typical of their of their fathers. Yep. Yeah, it's very um, childlike banter of the adult versions. Yeah, it catches that tone greatly. Yeah, and the um, and the art, the art's good on it. Yeah, I, mean, I was just gonna I say I I enjoy it. It's very cartoony, but it seems to fit the book. So. Yeah, I will, yep, totally agree. Totally agree, sir. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this whole storyline. I mean, they didn't really... You see Damien doing something to Tinker, but you don't see exactly what... You know, exactly what it was. Because, you know, as the book ends, they're kind of overrun by the uh, the robots. And, uh, you know, they, as he's like, oh, just give me a minute, just give me a minute, <laughs> you know, just hold on for yeah. a minute longer. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, I know you can, so just do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I wasn't expecting, I, I wasn't really expecting much from it, but I'm, mm-hmm. I think that everything so far has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with it so far. Yeah, because I thought it could do great things, but you know, um, 
there was that one issue. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one there, but it seemed like it went off road for a minute. Yeah. But then it came back, and you know, you know I'm what? cool with it. I I think it might have been the first issue, because they kind of they had the it was sort of like a first issue in, I guess it was Superman. Yeah. When Batman and Damien showed up, and we're like, man, this yeah, is like going to be the, so great. And then the first issue of Super Sons was not like that at all. Yeah, it was the annual, right? Like the Christmas one. I think so. Like the backdoor pilot type thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree because it's like, um, I think we overhyped it or expected more than what. Uh, yeah, that's it probably, was. I guess it's probably a bit of what happened. Yeah. Um. So, what what book from the past couple weeks do you want to talk about? Um. Detective. Sure. Um. I I really really enjoyed this whole arc. And uh, orphan-centric stuff. Um, have you? Or have you fallen off of it a little bit? Um, I liked this issue better than the last one. Okay. But I'm not loving this book like I was when it first started. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think the art in this one was kind of a mess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like I like Orphan. So yeah. giving her a little bit of the forefront, you know, and I mean, this issue is basically her story being superimposed over her literally fighting through the entire <laughs> League of Assassins. Yeah. Right. And I like how the... Um the lady or girl woman whatever is reading that story and it's kind of like parallel to her yeah. world yep and so then you know that she comes in and is a badass and saves the day type thing yeah and it's kind of i don't know it's kind of like where she it's the big f you to her mom hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> because her mom wanted her to be this trained assassin type thing with no feelings or whatever. And she has feelings, but she doesn't know how to handle them. Right. Basically. And so <clears throat> like her mom just expected her to walk into the trap and be taken down easily, but she pretty much saved everybody or broke everybody free for yeah. the final showdown. Yep. Yeah, and I, I like, you know, even though there are some pretty powerful people with her, I like that at that last page that she's right at the forefront. <clears throat> yeah, she, she she's probably, I know I'll probably get hate tweets on it, but it's not a rebirthically episode if I don't say something outlandish, right? <laughs> I would say that she's probably my favorite Batman family member right now, including Batman. Um, I she's hmm. 
Because, I mean, I, I kind of like, well, we'll go into Nightwing here in a minute, but, like, Tim's off the table, obviously. Right. And then Batwing, I don't really, I'm not emotionally attached to. Yeah, I, I it's funny. I've never really cared for Batwing. I don't know what and, it is. And like Batwoman, uh, to me, she just feels like a carbon copy woman version of Batman. So it's kind of like one of those eh type right. things. And then, you know, you got Damien, which is Damien. He's fine. And other books, I just don't want him like in this issue, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it, he would work in here, but like on Super Sons, it's fine. Right. So like, uh, well, and I guess I like Clayface too, but he was obviously in different vials in this issue. But I think as the actual whole, she's probably one of my favorites because to me she's the most intriguing. Well, you're forgetting. or damaged, I guess. We we'll get to the book later, but you're forgetting the best Bat family member, Thomas Wayne. Bat. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. I think I think Cassandra's been pretty awesome. That she's always one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, the way that Detective has been written, even though it's a Batman book, it's not really a Batman book. Mm-hmm. That he hasn't been. I mean, in I guess in the the story, the Monster Men, right after Tim died. Uh-huh. He was kind of the focal point because it was mm-hmm. how he wasn't going to let you know anybody else get hurt, kind right. of. But mm-hmm. besides that, I mean, this book it's really bounced around who it's focused on. Mm-hmm. That it it focused on Batwoman for a while. It focused now on Cassandra for a bit. But yeah, like she, Batwoman, I'm sort of losing interest in. But you know, Cassandra's been pretty awesome, and she gets better every issue. You know, especially now that she's sort of not not coming into her own, but she's realizing her personality, I guess, a little mm-hmm. more. I can see that. Yeah. You know, because she's opening up to to the woman and the you know that was kind of taking care of her. That instead of you know, oh, you know, I'm orphan. Oh no, call me Cassandra Kane. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Yep. However that went. But, yeah. I dig her. And, yeah, I do. You know, her taking out her mother is going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, it, it, it can only get ramped up from here, I think. Yeah. Which is crazy, considering that she just took out, like, a thousand people. <laughs> right. Um, the uh, I guess the other big book from this past week, I guess, was Action Comics. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I'm totally losing interest in Action Comics. Really? Yeah i I just don't care. You know, I mean, this issue was, hey, let's catch you up on everything that's happened on Superman, and it's like. All right. You know, I mean, I I sort of understand where they're coming from from the storyline. 
that he's trying to figure out if there's anything different, you know, if he, you know, because he feels that he's not remembering something. Mm-hmm. But, oh my goodness. Like, I, for a book that I haven't been as interested in, putting this issue here when, you know, my attention is wavering, mm-hmm. it was not. I mean, I know that they're not writing this book for me, but it's, you know, this, for me, this was the wrong decision to make with this issue. Hmm. Uh, see, I'm going to have to differ because I liked it. I'm not saying it was the best action book that we've had. Right. But, yeah, I liked it. Um, the only thing that the that I had a question about is at the end of Tank Henshaw, right? And everybody together. Yeah. Didn't we see Hank Henshaw and Supergirl already? I'm not reading Supergirl, so I couldn't tell you. You were at the time. Was I? I, yeah, I like, wasn't like, that? No, I read like half an issue of Supergirl and I stopped. Okay. Well, I think that he's already been there. So, crazy theory time. Okay. Is I think this is the new 52 Superman being Hank Henshaw. Because in Supergirl, uh, I know you've read Supergirl because we talked about it. Like where they go in space and and the cities and he takes her to outer space because he saved everybody and they're just robots or whatever. Oh yeah, I did read that. Yeah, and he, he revealed that she, um, he's her real dad or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so either a he wasn't the real Hank Henshaw and that was just like his alias for being on the earth right or this is new 52 Superman because he looks like new super 52 Superman to me with a different suit on well it looks like terrible JRJR Superman okay <laughs> I mean I'll give I'll give that to you but I just think it that's how they're gonna link him back in because, I mean, New 52 Superman, which I know with Superman, they've kind of blended the best of both worlds together, right? Right. So, New 52 Superman can't be Superboy Prime, because that's, like, too obvious, I would think. Right. So, and that that's what I thought of when I saw that last page. It wasn't... Uh, Hank Henshaw is what I thought of. I thought of the new 52 Superman. Hmm. So. That would be interesting. Yeah. That's a little kicker to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I I think the the part that I'm the most interested in is seeing what happens with the Eradicator. And even that, I'm not like overly excited for. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was cool when he first showed up, right? Yeah. And now it's just like a rehash, and we're reusing him again. Yeah, but, but I, but I, I think, don't know. What do they call it at the end? Uh, the Revenge Squad or whatever? Yeah, I mean, Superman Revenge Squad. Right, right, right. 
I think, you know, I mean, that'll be interesting to see if yeah. anything, well, it, it would be nice if something interesting happened from that, but I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for, like, considering that Superman itself has been so great, mm-hmm. and, I mean, action started off really good, it just just kind of died for me. It died when Clark Kent was revealed. I was sort of, no, I mean, I was losing interest before that. Um, there was, I forget what the arc was, but I mean, I liked, I liked the stuff with, um, the God Slayer guy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting with Clark and Lex. Mm-hmm. But, you know, looking back on it though, when, now that you know who Clark was, Mm-hmm. why he didn't just magic their way out of all of that stuff, I have no idea. Because he couldn't remember. That's ah, ridiculous. <laughs> well, it might be, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm telling you. It's funny books, so there's ridiculousness <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Another book that um, I was not so into... And I've been getting back into, and now I I don't think I'm that into it anymore. Is Green Arrow? Yeah. This issue killed me, man. I I uh. still don't understand why. Like every three or four pages, you have that one. It looks like a painted panel or like a chalk panel or something. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the book just looks like garbage. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, yeah, the art I, was not good at all. And I just did not care about the story. That, I mean, everything that they had done with, you know, with Red Arrow mm-hmm. in the last arc, I they, again, it's just like, wow, this is completely not anything I'm interested in anymore. Right. I could do that. Uh, it, it's been subpar I guess kind of for me but not too bad yeah yeah I mean you know it looks like they're trying to bring in you know make it Star City yeah which is I mean it's nice to see I guess but but at the same time I just there's like nothing in this arc that I care about yeah, I could see that. You know, and I mean, Green Arrow was barely even in this issue, and it wasn't even, you know, it's not like with Green Lanterns, where they're not in the issue, and you're like, wow, this is such a great comic. Right. This just, yeah, nothing. And I mean, it could yep. be, it could just be the art style itself. I, you know, like, I could not get into it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I it's just been mediocre middle of the road for me so I can I can see what you're saying hmm. yeah it's a shame I mean I really want to like not, the book <laughs> yeah it's not like I've been overjoyed with it or super down on it it's just been middle of the road for me right did um did you read Green Lanterns I did was any good I'm still not reading it I'm boycotting 
you're boycotting. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I mean it's gotten better, but um, I guess for me, like since that Jessica breakdown is um issue, mm-hmm. the uh, nervous breakdown issue, it seems to have yeah gotten gotten more tolerable for me I guess they're still the same tropes that you don't like so yeah like you know garbage writing so far <laughs> yeah I guess and, so. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's another one I like I really I want to like that book but it's it's just not a good Green Lantern book Hal Jordan is like kicking ass and this book is just boring as hell yeah you know? Yep. Yep. I agree. I guess we may as well jump over to Hal Jordan. I yep. gotta say, I, for me, the art in this issue took a hit. But man, Vendetti yeah. is still that guy tells a story. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I I like Rip Hunter with the Green Lantern ring, but you know, it's set as just like a data ring that he can't do mm-hmm. anything with it yep. because it, you know, if you think about it, that seems like something John Stewart would do. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you meet me, this is what you need to tell me to get you to, you know, to get me to believe you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought it was done really well. Um, the story of how everything kind of falls apart. I like that. It's, you know, because guy and, our Killo becomes such good friends. Right. <laughs> everything just sort of falls, you know, everyone falls into line. But because of that, everything <laughs> goes to crap. Because, you know, it just, the. I still think the two of them as buddies, they seriously need to make a miniseries. Like a buddy cop miniseries of Guy Gardner and our Killo just flying around doing crazy things. Yeah, see, like, that's the stuff that they could do instead of Jessica and Simon type thing, you know? Yep. That seems more interesting than the buddy kind of cop stuff that we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if they decide to, I mean, hopefully they don't go back to having like 45 green lantern books because they all started, (laughs) they they all were kind of all over the place, but I, Mm -hmm. I would really like to see like a, you know, let this book kind of go more Hal Jordan-ish once he gets some direction to go in. And right. I, I'd love to see just like a, an actual Green Lanterns book be, you know, what's going on with, you know, have have it kind of John-centric because he is kind of the core leader. But you're able to, oh, you know here's a, a story arc St. Walker's on a mission doing something and here's a story arc right. where you know you have Guy and Arkillo mm-hmm. you know it, it doesn't have to be John needs a book Hal needs a book Kyle needs a book and Guy needs a book but I think right. having a title that you know that lets you do a couple arcs here or there with just like mm-hmm. random I mean heck just make random lanterns have a story right you know, I, I don't like really care. I've never even heard of them. Type thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just, oh, there's there's a disturbance in space sector, blah, blah, blah. We need to send, you know, Tomar 2 and someone else, some random person over there and to do something. You know, because it gives mm-hmm. you a chance to kind of explore those characters. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I think Venditti's been doing a great job. You know, I mean, he, he's really, it seems like he's writing about 40 different characters in this series so far. Yep. You know, and and he's doing a great job making you care about each of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you got um, Space Ape. You yeah. have, you know, like, whoever put Space Ape in the story. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and who's he with? Uh, Gorn's son, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, you're right. Then, uh, yeah, you have the whole thing with, with Kyle and Sorenik, and now, you know, I mean, just like every every character feels like a different person, which is great, and it feels like they actually have a purpose, whereas, you know, you have some other, you know, books with with giant casts like this, and, you know, some of the people, their, their only purpose, it seems like, is... Uh, you know they'll they'll randomly show up just to give one pertinent piece of information or to do something you know to do something that saves everybody but there's yep. like no rhyme or reason right this it feels like you know a planet full of green and yellow lanterns interacting with each other yeah i totally agree you're not going to hear any argument out of me on that one Damn it, you're supposed to argue with me. <laughs> well, I will, but... Man, these characters feel stiff, and they're terribly written. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must be talking about a different book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I do like, at the end, with Hal and John, when Hal basically is like, you figure this out, you know, you think about whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do, I'm just going to go do something, because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And he goes out to fight whatever, I don't remember what they call them, those, like, the emerald whatever. They look, you know, like insects. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, whatever, he do, does absolutely nothing. And he's like, oh, we may have a slight problem here. Right, yeah. You know, which is pretty much how it always goes with him, where he goes all guns blazing, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh no, <laughs> what, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Nothing I did worked, and then, you know, an issue later, he's just like, hell smash, and he kills everything. <laughs> Let's see. I know what I was gonna talk about. Um, I wanted to talk about Suicide Squad since you're not. Um, reading it yeah um this past issue i thought was great okay uh because uh amanda basically sent them into lexcorp to steal something and then um obviously amanda goes in to talk to lex as distraction and essentially it's basically the um he hands her a box or lex hands her a box and it's like the size of a 
bracelet box or a necklace box mm-hmm. and she doesn't she doesn't take it because she said that you know she's not into those gimmick things and they're two totally different people okay and then during the whole book you find out that they're basically similarly blah, 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 easy for me to say they're very similar <laughs> okay as a person and so then um the guards and everybody get them and basically like 10 to 12 bizarros break out and so they gotta fight them the squad does in the basement and so that sets out sets off the alarms and so then everybody's there and then they come basically the terms that they're there to steal kryptonite Hmm. And come to find out that's what Lex had in the box for her because he already knew like all of her secrets, <laughs> like why they were there. And she wanted kryptonite so she could make a kryptonite bomb to put in Zod's head to force him to work as part of the Suicide Squad. Huh. So the last page was him on the operation table and the scientists like freaking out like either this is going to be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. Right, and that's Zod on the table. Uh huh. I'm I'm assuming that are, are they using like a kryptonite scalpel or something? <laughs> well, they were going to use a drill, but I don't know if it was kryptonite tipped or not. But I that's what I thought when I, I was reading it. I was like, okay, I understand that you're going to use kryptonite for the bomb, but how are you going to penetrate the skin? Right. But. Well, but yeah, I, I thought this I thought this issue was pretty good. Who who's on the art on that? JRJR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a shame because it sounds interesting, but I'm not going to read it. <laughs> could, well, um, you're missing out. Could you do me a favor, and could you go through panel by panel and redraw the comic <laughs> for me? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. It probably won't look any better than his. But. <laughs> you know what, though? At least I could expect a garbage-drawn comic from... <laughs> How funny would that be if, like, my my next convention sketches is just like, Hey, um, I would like you to recreate this page of Suicide Squad for me. Just have a bunch <laughs> of people draw it so I can read the issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. Cost and then have him sign it. Money. Yeah, they have John Romita sign it. Yeah. Hey, your art sucks. So I had Riley Rosmo redo this issue for me. And, <laughs> and Joe Eisman. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can get Dexter Soy to draw it. I'm going to tweet him later. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I the writing on the book I, I enjoy, and it's a shame. I just can't look at it. Right. You know, it, it hurts physically pains me <laughs> um, well yeah uh, another book that physically pained me was batwoman yep uh i think i'm i think i might be done like, two issues in yeah because i i read the entire issue i was mm-hmm. like you know what i'm gonna at least give it that but the entire time i was just like totally distracted you know i couldn't focus on the book i i just did not care Mm -hmm. and 
I, I think that's also part of, you know, why detective isn't, you know, I'm not as into detective as I was. I think it's because I just don't like Batwoman. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I like I liked her at the beginning of yeah. Detective, but now that she's like front and center and focal point, and like I said, it's just like she's too. Maybe I maybe I'm not getting it. I don't know, but it's like she's too carbon copy of, of Batman, right? The female version. Yeah, but maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know either. Like I I wanted to like it. Yeah, I want to like it really a lot, but, but yeah, it it just doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. Mm-mm. I don't totally know. agree. It's a shame. Um, trying to think, man, there's so many books. Another one. Um, I don't remember. Well, obviously, we're not going to get through all of them, but yeah. Um, what do you think of Batman Beyond? I'm, you know. I don't. I didn't really have high expectations for it, but I'm liking it as like that fun book, you know. Okay. Like, I mean, I really like the cartoon. Yeah. And then, like, some of the past pre-rebirth Batman Beyond stuff, I liked, and it was okay, I guess. But this one, I think I've taken like a more broader open mind for it so it just it feels like the cartoon to me right so it's like one of those fun reads like there isn't a complex story you know it's point a to point b the art's okay in it and for the most most part it's enjoyable all over yeah i'm it's weird. I I feel the same way that you do. That it, you know, for me it it was, um, just like a fun, you know, like like you. I enjoyed the cartoon a lot, and I like that it's that style. But man, like this issue, I, I think it was the last couple really that even though I try and just go into it with an open mind, it, like I'm really just like sludging through. Really? Yeah. I I don't know. Like, parts of it I really enjoyed, but other parts are just like, man, like, Terry's just getting on my nerves. That, you know, like, the whole, you know, oh, it's not that important. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit here and talk to you. No, maybe you should look because the bat signal's up, and they don't really throw that up that much. And he's like, nope, it's not that important. It's nothing too severe. And then finally they're like, hey, where have you been? Everybody's dead. And he's like, Oh, I should have listened. And it, <laughs> that just bugged me. Uh, see, uh, I, I don't know. I guess that's because I'm not reading it like seriously reading it, I guess. Like I'm just enjoying it for what it is, I guess. Right. And I'm not like taking it or trying to take it too serious, but yeah, <clears throat> Um, I, I am very interested in seeing exactly what the deal with that bat suit is, because mm-hmm. it sort of looks like it's kind of, I don't want to say possessing him, 
but it's mm-hmm. given him at least a bit of bloodlust <laughs> because yeah, you know Bruce is like no nobody no one should ever wear that costume, and he's right. like no it's too late and he's ripping people up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely a focal point that or a peak of interest, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And um trying to how did this one end? Oh, with uh Razal Ghoul being alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean I, I guess it sort of had to figure he was gonna be alive, assuming that he's always alive. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean even though even though it's not as fun a read, I guess, for me anymore, I'm still I, I still like enough of it that I'm definitely gonna mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Um, let's see JLA was still garbage yeah I didn't read it um, Aquaman um, I liked Aquaman yeah I think the uh, I think the art has been not good lately I think yeah, that was my here the last couple last couple of issues I think for me has been so far yeah, like it's some of it's really good, but occasionally, like a couple pages, like really sloppy. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, uh, what was it? They Aquaman and Mira end up, you know, sort of through the looking glass into some other dimension. And yeah. Then while they're there, deep water gets into whoever it is that girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. See, and I, I like how now, brown cow. No, <laughs> I like now how it's going from the political book to like an action adventure style book. Yeah, because I think like at the very beginning it was a, a very much political book. Right, and now it's kind of veered away from that. Yeah, I think. Um, in a weird way, it it seems like this is a hmm. I mean, it's not really, but it sort of seems like this book is Star Trek to me, where really you can have your political episodes, you know, where they get to some planet and they have to fix something, and then you yeah. have your you know your crazy action stuff where you know like the Romulans are destroying everything and then you also have you know now with them through like into that other place they have you know like the exploratory you know hey let's go check out this brand new place that we've never seen before you know because Q just threw us four billion light years away from anything we've ever seen yeah I can yeah Yeah, that's a good analogy because I can definitely see that going that way <laughs> because like I said the front part of it was pretty much diplomatic politic type ish right. Star Trek 6 yeah <laughs> alright I could see that you know I, and <sighs> since since the start I mean it, it got a little rocky at the beginning but I mean once it got going this book has been consistently pretty good 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, well, I think it's been going good from the beginning, so... Right. <laughs> Your opinion doesn't matter on that. Yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, with... Uh, well, not deep water, dead water, right? Dead water, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, now that it's infecting the girl on the ship, I mean, obviously things are going to go haywire there. You got the guy like, we have a nuke, we're going to blow up this thing, and everybody's like, no, we can't blow up the thing with a nuke because that's crazy, Doc. <laughs> He's right. like, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm crazy, and then he disappears, <laughs> and it's like, you know, there's there are a lot of a lot of moving parts that are making it interesting because you don't uh-huh. you know you don't know exactly if if any of them do anything slightly off everything goes right to shit yeah yeah and it's like you know there are a couple people that realize that and then there's a few more that don't so much <laughs> yeah and then of course you have a few people that don't care yeah also yeah let it go to shit. We'll be there to pick up the pieces or to triumph, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's like um uh with um what was the book? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah. Um I like I just forgot the the person's name, the one that was shooting her. Um uh, yeah. Whatever. But I, I like how, you know, basically Wonder Woman just dodges stuff and just like, yeah, I don't really like when people shoot me multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Um. But I, I think the this book has really been hit or miss with me. That the last couple issues I haven't liked as much as the earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. But what really hooked me i guess at the end is i mean they're not in themiscara but you know they sort of get zapped away and they're like oh you know who is it it's wonder woman and and whatever that woman i forget her name right the one with the faceless daughter and she's like oh hey mom what's up and her you know she's back the daughter's back to normal there's just Uh this dude hanging out and you know it's basically Ares in prison. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean, it definitely... It it, it has pe- re-peaked my interest to see where they're going to go from here. And, I mean, they only have, what, three more issues, I guess, before yeah. Rucka leaves. Yeah. And the new writer comes on. Yeah, and totally changes which is, everything. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, honestly, I, I don't see that it... It's gonna be bad, a bad thing, because she's been doing great in the Wonder Woman or Wonder Girl, Supergirl, dang, Supergirl limited series. Oh yeah, the it's the uh, Supergirl being super person. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I can't I can't remember the her name, but yeah, she's gonna do that. That'll be interesting. She. She's also doing Hulk, which is the Jennifer Walters She-Hulk story in Marvel 2. Huh. Which I don't see that happening very much since, you know, 
but it could. Yeah. I, I don't think she can uh, write for both companies. You know what I mean? You never know. I mean, it. it I mean, yeah, you prob- never know. Probably not, but. <laughs> yeah. That my guess is there's probably something that she can't, but I guess she's wrapping that one up. Right. Maybe. I don't well, know. it just started. I mean, it's oh, only really? shoot five of that series. Yeah. So. Oh, I had no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that universe is getting ready to get sh- shooken up anyway. So. No. Yeah. So. There you go. That's how. Yeah. They, that's how they fix everything at Marvel. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm trying to think what else is left. Um, oh, you know what? Just quick. Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Honestly, I think Batgirl is one of my favorite comics right now. Batgirl or Batgirl and the Birds of Prey? Or just... I, I enjoy them both, but okay. Batgirl was this week, last week? I don't remember. Yeah. It's been a while. In the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I I just find myself like you said with Batman Beyond. Uh-huh. This I don't know what it is about this book, but I'm just able to shut my brain off and yep. not like nitpick it too much. Yep. And I I think the art is I mean it fits the story perfectly. And you know just the way the characters feel like people that it's not you know like stiff superhero talk. Mm-hmm. that some other books get and the storyline itself I'm I'm just really I find myself really enjoying this book and again that's like some of my favorite books in Rebirth I never <laughs> going into Rebirth like if you Deathstroke Red Hood and the Outlaws and Batgirl were three of my like probably my top five books yeah I would have been like nah they, you people are crazy there's no way and Superman <laughs> those four right. like I don't like those books but yep. I'm, I'm enjoying them a lot. Yep. Agreed. Um, speaking of Superman. Yeah. This book was so good. You know, I, I like how it seems like in the last issue, they were kind of pointing towards the neighbor, you know, like the grandfather. Uh-huh. Now it seems like it's the girl. Yep. Who's either possessed or just evil. Yep. <clears throat> the little switcheroo, right? Yeah. I I kind of... It's kind of cool that um, it's been out in front like the whole time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That it's... You know, she trusts... You know, he trusts her uh-huh. because of everything... You know that they've mm-hmm. been doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, it's it's essentially his first childhood friend, right? I yeah. mean, with the exception of crypto. Yeah, it's really kind of his only friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, now now we have Damien, but right. But are they really friends? I mean, the, the, <laughs> the way the two of them interact with each well, other. Well, I would say that Jonathan looks at him as a a friend. But Damien doesn't. He just looks at them as a chess piece type thing, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, this one keeps hitting on all cylinders for me. Yeah. 
I like the curveballs that they throw us every once in a while. Yep. What yeah. hasn't been hitting on all cylinders? And we'll probably wrap it up with this one. Okay. How about the button two-part story? I'm unfamiliar with what you're talking about. Okay. Well, let me give you a little nutshell review. There once was this button. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the two, out of Batman 21 and Flash 21, which one did you enjoy the most? Um, I liked Batman, but I think I enjoyed Flash more. Fair enough. Um, oh. I, I think the reason why is because Flash mm-hmm. was, for the most part, like a forensic analysis. Right. You know, I thought that the conversation with Bruce and Barry, you know, where they're recounting what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, and also the, the whole part at the beginning where Barry is, you know, he, he set up the Batcave as a crime scene. He's got all the right. little markers and everything else out there. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, when they brought out the treadmill, I sort of... Was lost your shit. It. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. I mean, like I get it, but you know, like how? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they needed a way to get them somewhere else, but like a dying Batman or a badly broken Batman being a able broken. to hang on to the Flash. Well, here, here's my thing. It's a two-part <laughs> series until, like, the end of this year, right? Or next year, whatever. Is when we're going to get picked back up on it, right? Is it? I'm not sure. Well, I, I know the button's just a two-part story. No, it's these two, and then it's the next two. It's issue, right? This is 21. I think it goes 22 also. Does it? Yeah. Okay. But still... You have a month, so four four stories, and then whatever decides at the end of these four issues gets put on the shelf again until we have our huge who watches the Watchmen, who creates the new Rebirth universe arc event thingy. Right. So, I don't... All I'm saying is quit teasing me with it and let's, you know what I'm, does that, does that make sense? Cause it makes sense. I think though, I think that they're going to, I mean, there, there has to be some kind of, even if it's just a minor payoff, there's gotta be some kind of a payoff after, after this arc, you know, they can't tease that there's the button, you know, we're going to do the button. And they really haven't done much with it. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is you can't. Whatever the payoff's going to be, can't be that big for Flash or Batman to put it back on the shelf for another six months or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. We might get a payoff, but I don't know. 
No, that makes sense. And I, I think, you know, same thing. I have, I have questions as to why they're doing it the way they're doing it. You know, because like the last time, at, at the start of Rebirth, I guess, when it was like Batman and Flash were like, oh, we have to figure this out. Right. Okay. And then now it's been, you know, almost 20 issues later before yeah. they actually do anything again. So I guess yeah. we're going to wait another 20 issues. Yeah. But um, the the one thing I do like, you know, is how Batman, the guy, I guess in the Batman issue, Reverse Flash, like, destroyed the letter that his father wrote, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And... You know, he was all angry because he's like, how am I ever going to know whatever? But now at the end of Flash, he's standing face to face with his father. Yeah. So I think, you know, for him, I think it'll be interesting to actually not, I mean, I don't want to say closure, but to actually witness whatever. And also for Thomas to see Bruce. Yeah. So I, I'm... Out of everything in this whole storyline, I think I'm the most interested in that right now. See, and that opens more questions than answers for me. Right. Because, obviously, that's Earth 2, 3, 6, whatever Earth it's from. Yeah, Earth 2. Right. So, that's the motive that drives Bruce to be Batman, right? Yeah. But now that you know that there's parallel universes out there, or you've always known, or whatever. But he's known. I know, that's what I'm saying, though, is... And now that you get to talk to your father, whether it's your father or not, right? It's still him. How are you going to have that much drive anymore? Because... Exactly. No, because now (laughs) um, he sees what he could have had with his father had his father been alive and it's going to make him even angrier and he will double down his efforts. So So in the words of Martin, we're going to get double emo Batman? No. No. Super double emo band. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I think I don't think it's gonna be like weird emo Batman. I think it's gonna be you know like angry. You know, I'm gonna stop every crime, Batman. So you think it's gonna fuel him even more? I think so. Then if he never, then if he never got to have a conversation with Thomas then I my my yes. feeling is yes I mean I mean because because honestly you can read that back to Tom for Thomas too on right. earth too well that's because, the same thing like he could see what would happen if his son wasn't killed right yeah you know I don't and, know that part's just interesting to me it's like I know it might be a thread that never gets pulled right but I don't know I would like to see that interaction one way or another, you know, for the super emo or the super pissed off or the, 
okay, I'm fine with it now. I, I'm still Batman, but there's alternate ways to do things. Type, right. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll it definitely be interesting <laughs> to see which way they go with it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think the next issue of Batman, uh, you know, should be pretty good. Mostly because I, I, I've always wanted to see what the two of them together would be like. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. <clears throat> Even though you're totally wrong. <laughs> How am I wrong? I just proposed questions. What your questions are wrong. Okay. You're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm asking the questions you don't have answers for. Which is most questions, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to wrap this baby up? Uh, I think so. You got anything else? I do not. Okay. Well, we steamrolled through two weeks of books. Not all of them, but most yeah. of them. Yeah. Cool. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode of Rebirthically. If you would like to get in touch with either of us, you can tweet me directly at Aaron S. Bell. You could tweet Ronnie directly at Rumbar316. You can tweet the show directly at NLRebirthically. You can email the show, uh, rebirthically at gmail.com. And uh, I guess that's uh, that's some comic talk. <laughs> Ickly.
have we ever gotten email? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe we, we should email us and ask us questions. That. I'll do that. I'll make people. No. And then you could be like, this email comes from a very sophisticated reader <laughs> yeah. who wants to know. <laughs> Ronnie, this email agrees with everything that you said last week. Let me read it to you. I believe that that Ron fellow is genius. His questions that he proposes about Batman and Thomas Wayne being together are fantastic. 